You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hello, everyone, and welcome. You're listening to the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. And today we've got Dr. Bart Precourt. He is an amazing doctor. He's been in private practice since 97. This guy is very seasoned and has a lot of experience. He is a doctor of chiropractic, a certified acupuncturist, and certified advanced MAT practitioner. Now, he is a sought-after speaker for nutrition, hormones, increasing human function, but Dr. Bart also teaches nutritional seminars for healthcare practitioners using clinical nutrition and functional medicine in their practices. Now, when it comes to Dr. Bart, you know, he owns his own health and wellness studio called Balance Health Studio, which is a wellness studio that offers a full range of holistic and functional medicine services like nutrition, chiropractic, acupuncture, yoga, massage, and even private health coaching. But Dr. Bart is also a certified yoga instructor. In fact, uh, he does RYT 200 and teaches anatomy, physiology, and nutrition um, and training courses for yoga teachers. And his passion for yoga and the yogi lifestyle um, aroused after years of playing rugby and sustaining multiple injuries. So he is all about you know, the MMA enthusiasts and people that want to stay active past their 40s. So, you know, when he's not helping people transform their lives, you know, he loves being on the beach, hanging out in the yard with his wife um, and their four bulldogs. And in today's episode, Dr. Bar's going to be talking to us about how to help rejuvenate low T, low testosterone, uh, really getting that level up in our bodies. Uh, you know, this is not just about men. This is also about women. It affects a lot of areas of our lives. And so he's going to share with that. He's going to talk to us about how he can use a lot of these other holistic practices to help increase and up-level your health. So let's hear it from Dr. Bart. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode. We have the man, the legend, Dr. Bart Precourt with us today. Uh, he has been helping people transform their lives for years now through holistic health and healing. And so we want to get his take today on really what it takes to get people well. We're going to be focusing on low T um, as well as acupuncture. We got some cool things to talk about today. So Dr. Bart, good to have you. And Chris, thanks for having me here. I'm excited to uh, be able to share for you and, you know, just kind of keep raising the bar out here. Absolutely. So Dr. Bart, where are you located at first off? I am in what I think is maybe the most beautiful part of our country, and it's uh, it's in the panhandle of Florida, down in Rosemary Beach, Florida. Sounds amazing, man. I'll have to come visit you sometime. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime you want. For sure. I'm going to take you up on that. You better be careful about who you invite to come see you. <laughs> but hey, Dr. Yeah. Barr, I want to hear your story about how you became a doctor. Where do you start off in the beginning, maybe growing up, to becoming a doctor, to becoming an acupuncturist, and just helping transform lots of lives? Yeah, well, you know, kind of an interesting story, and it, it goes all the way back to when I was in college. Um, so, you know, I'll try to make a long story short, but this this is what happened. I was I was 19 years old, um, and I was playing rugby. I was captain of a rugby team. I've always been involved in sports. 
you know, having a time in my life in college, you know, having fun, doing all those good things. And then I was, uh, I was injured in a game and I had this real bad low back injury and it created a really, Chris, it created a partial paralysis from my belly button down. Wow. And you know, as a chiropractor that that means I had nerve involvement. Um, and it, this was, this was pretty rough. I mean, just imagine for yourself for a second here, you're 19 years old in college, playing sports, doing a thing you love. And then all of a sudden, everything from your belly button down barely works. Wow, that'd be scary for sure. What kind of sport were you playing? Uh, it was rugby. Oh, yeah. and, um, you know, pride and joy. Was, I was loving the sport. So my mom, like any good mom, um, brings me to the best doctors around. I got MRIs and x-rays and, and all this stuff. And, you know, really what they came up with was that I had three bulging discs that were my lower spine, L3, 4, 4, 5, and 5, and S1. And that basically, that means the lower part of your, your back. And you have nerves that come out of there, and they control everything in the lower part of your body. Everything from from your gut, you know, your ability to literally poop, you know, yeah. to, to your sex organs, to your legs, everything. And all of that stuff no longer was working good. And, and the doctors at the time told me that I was done playing contact sports, that I was no longer going to lift heavy weights, no more squatting, no more impact, no more running. And that was literally my life. So like a good Irish Catholic mom that I had, um, you know, it wouldn't take no for an answer. Uh, we, we literally leave. I remember leaving this doctor's office, Chris, and if you take a left, you go to my house and take a right. I have no idea where we're going. But we took a right. And I said, Mom, where are we going? She says, I'm going to bring you to my chiropractor. And I swear to you that what I said was, why are we going to one of those quacks? <laughs> I, I'd never been to one. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even know my mom had a chiropractor. It was like a shock to me. So we go to the chiropractor. You know, he does all his evaluations and exams. And he sits me down. And even though I'm in a lot of pain, he basically just tells me, Bart, listen, if we don't take some pressure off the nerves, your body, you're young, your body's such an amazing healing machine. If we let it do its job that it's designed to do, which is heal, if we let it do its job, there's a great chance that you're gonna be just fine. I, that was like music to my ears. I had no idea what this dude even did. I lied down at his table. He twisted and pulled me around. I thought things were breaking. Things were popping all over the place. And Chris, I walked out of that day about 50% better. And whether I should have or shouldn't have, about two weeks later, I was back on a rugby field. That's awesome. That, yeah, it really was. That was my first experience. And I, and I, that didn't like all of a sudden shift me to be a chiropractor. I was still in business school. So that was my first experience of, wow, first time someone's ever said to me that your body can heal itself. We just have to help it do its, do its job. So that was really my first experience. That's awesome. And then so then what, what led you to actually become – uh, or go to chiropractic school and then your acupuncturist journey. How did that all come to play? Yeah. So, so as time went, I was kind of searching like a, you know, a lot of young college kids do to find out what their, you know, what their passion in life is. And I was a financial analyst. So I got out of college and, you know, I had a degree in uh, business management and I got a job as a financial analyst, did that for a couple of years. That wasn't for me. Um, and all I could think about is how much fun my chiropractor always seemed to be having. And just how neat it would have, like I thought about it, like, no, it'd be so great to help people from like that natural perspective. So I asked him one day, I said, it's tough, you know, how do you become a chiropractor? And he said, funny thing is I used to be an accountant. 
And they just kind of walked me through that process. But then years later, we kind of fast forward to being in practice. And I, and I think you were just asking me, like, how does the chiropractic, I mean, the acupuncture tie into this? That came out a little bit different. So I'm already in practice about, I guess it's the year about, um, about eight to 10 years into practice. And so I gave up rugby because I was too tough on my body. But instead, I started a new sport and I was, I was, I was doing mixed martial arts um, because that's easier on your body, of course, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm practicing, I'm, I'm trained in mixed martial arts for years. And I end up with a big shoulder issue. And there's another interesting kind of sideways way that I got involved with acupuncture. A friend of mine refers me to an acupuncturist, and I tried everything for my shoulder. MRI, same thing again. And I had a little bit of a tear in my rotator cuff, and I didn't want to go down that surgery route again. I'd been down that road. Um, you know, and I knew I'd beat my body up, but nothing I was doing was helping. And, and this is, this is a, almost a little embarrassing, a little humbling to, to kind of share with you with this, but I do want to do it for the audience to, to let you know that everything that we do, everything about our health matters. It's not just... It's not singular when it comes to health. So I go to this acupuncturist and she assesses my body and she does her thing. And I really have no idea what she's doing. And she tells me I'm holding on to too much anger. <laughs> and I said, what is that? You know, and I'm trying to think, what does this have to do with my shoulder? She said, you have blocked chi. And, and mm-hmm. then she goes on to explain that chi is the energy force, that life force that flows through your body. And if it's blocked... If you're really using that body part a lot, there's a good chance it's going to break down because it's not its not getting the life force. It's not getting that energy flowing through it that it needs. And this opened up my eyes. So in the beginning, I felt nothing with the acupuncture. I had several sessions, but then all of a sudden it just turned the corner. And lo and behold, I wasn't doing anything different, just getting this acupuncture. My shoulder healed up fine. So that opened up my eyes to it. And I said, you know what? This is a tool I need for my toolbox. Mm. Uh, and then I went to, and I went and trained and did some schooling and I became an acupuncturist. It's awesome. It's amazing where life takes us and the choices we make and the direction we're headed and, and how we think it might be a tragedy at the time, or it might be some obstacle that we can't overcome. And then it turns into a huge blessing, right? Oh, absolutely. And that's, you know, in the moment you said to me, uh, that statement, like, it, you know, you're going to find the power within this pain. I wouldn't have believed you, but looking back, and I think all, a lot of us who are practitioners, our ability to serve people at the highest level comes from the fact that we have been down a lot of these roads before. Absolutely. Now, what do you think are some of the biggest struggles uh, really when we focus on men? And the reason I want to focus on men, because I know you do work with testosterone and things. And, and so what are some of the biggest struggles that you see right now in men? And what does that look like for a guy? One of the biggest challenges I see with men's health right now is that it's acceptable to have a decline in function of their bodies. And one of those things that jumps right out, you know, right out top of that is low testosterone. And some of the signs and symptoms of low testosterone could be a little bit uh, trickier. Now we don't, there's obvious things like low libido um, and loss of muscle mass, but there's others that sometimes we don't really relate to it. Things like brain fog. We see uh, fatigue, of course, changes of skin, you know, things like our skin starts to soften, our our wounds don't heal up enough or don't heal as fast. And one of the bigger ones that I see, Chris, is that especially for the guys that are kind of 40 and 50 years old, that their injuries don't recover as fast. So we see all kinds of signs and symptoms that our testosterone is starting to get lower. And I think that the biggest problem with all this is that our overall, as men, 
it's becoming more acceptable that our health is declining and that it's just okay that, oh, I've gained five or 10 pounds this year, five or 10 pounds last year. Um, maybe I don't move quite as well. I'm not as flexible. I'm getting a little bit of a bigger gut, a little bit lesser muscle. So those are what I see in terms for men's health is some of the big obstacles moving forward. And what do you feel are some of the bigger obstacles people face in general when they're trying to rebalance their hormones or get those hormones starting to work for them again? The biggest, the biggest challenge I see right now when it comes especially to specific to testosterone is that we're focusing too much on trying to add things back in when the reality is we've got to focus more about removing what's causing our testosterone to go, you know, from being at its natural levels. So specifically, we're not, you know, people are focused on like bringing in testosterone, testosterone shots or using the right supplements. And if you want, Chris, I can give you and your audience a list of good supplements to take. But it is we're focusing on, you know, adding stuff versus we really need to be removing stuff. Really? What are some of the things that we should be removing? So specifically, when it comes to removal, there's three things that... These are, the, these are the primary things that are causing testosterone to go down. And number one, it's sugar. So when we have sugar, Chris, it inevitably raises our blood sugar, which then makes our body release something called insulin. And insulin is basically going to make your testosterone go down. So insulin is a fat storage hormone. So when I say sugar, I think sometimes people confuse that as well because Often we think, oh, sugar means like a Snickers bar or a chocolate chip cookie or something like that, but it's not just those things. It's really anything in our diet that we're taking in that converts to sugar. So that means our bread, that means our pastas, that means, you know, our granolas, that little, it means our alcohol. All of these things that raise up blood sugar make your body release a hormone called insulin. And insulin is an inflammatory hormone, which means you're going to drop down testosterone. So that's number one, sugar. Number two is stress. So if we can help remove some of the stress in our body, we then will also be affecting how much cortisol your body's producing. So when you have stress, Chris, our bodies, they produce more cortisol. And cortisol is another hormone that's a fat storage hormone, and it's also pro-inflammatory. And those are both conditions that are going to decrease testosterone. So we removing sugar, removing stress. And then the third one is probably the most overlooked. And this is a big one out there. And it's removing or reducing the amount of estrogen buildup in the male body. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think that well, estrogen is just a female hormone. Yet it's, a, it, you know, it's, it's often involved with men as well. And we start to see things like the man boobs start to come around. The bigger question might be, is how do we get this excess estrogen in our body? And it's usually from exogenous sources. And those are when we're eating or taking them in from outside sources. And probably the number one area, Chris, is from eating things like uh, eggs or eating things like beef that is not organic and grass-fed. When they're not organic and grass-fed, oftentimes we're eating grains and soy and that's what bumps up the estrogen. If you want something to downregulate, you know, testosterone probably the fastest, it's increasing estrogen. That's huge. So, I mean, I see this so often in, in men. We see it in women having estrogen dominance in their own bodies, which we know leads towards things like breast cancer as well, and just a whole host of, of symptoms, chronic disease, and really just misery. Because at the end of the day, you know, we could have 
a certain symptom. We could have the, the man boobs or whatever it might be, but at the end of the day, it's about our quality of life, right? It's about the things we're going to miss out on uh, because our body isn't functioning well, because we're missing out now on experiences, life, uh, just the quality that we have. So, I mean, that's huge. So when you look at those things and you look at those different aspects, those three main levels, what are some ways people are getting help with low T? What are some of the things that are kind of suspect that man, people should really stay away from? Because I know there's a lot of gimmicks out there, you know, a lot of fads, uh, prescriptions, you name it. So what are some things that people should be wary of when it comes to that? Yeah, so the, there's, uh, you know, I'll kind of separate this a little bit, Chris. There are some definite things that if I, you know, if someone came and said, Bart, what's the, what's the simplest way to increase my testosterone? And there's really three things. And then and I really want to tackle that. I think you were just bringing up there, like, what about some of the other things right now are that people are doing, like using synthetic hormones? We'll, we'll yeah. talk on that in just a second because that's, a, that's an important thing that I really think we have to discuss here. But, you know, increasing testosterone, quite frankly, Chris, and I know you know this, it's actually not that hard. If we get out of the way with the sugar, the stress, and the estrogen, and you do these three things, or get these three things down good, and you'd be shocked at how fast you can increase your testosterone. And that's these three things. One, we can't miss this one. This is just a simple lifestyle thing. And it's got to get more sleep. Specifically, and this is where we can tie in a little bit of the Chinese medicine and acupuncture, but specifically making sure that you protect this, your sleep time between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. And that's really for men and women. That's that's when you're going to get the most restorative action taking place for your hormones, especially testosterone and growth hormone. So getting a good night's sleep, seven, eight, nine hours a night is one of the simplest, fastest ways to increase your testosterone. The second thing, and I think this has become more and more popular now, is intermittent fasting. I love this as a strategy to use of just getting the blood sugar down. I talked about you know, uh, you know, getting sugar out of your diet, but the intermittent fasting, and if that, you know, if that, if that, you know, kind of worries or kind of frightens people off the idea of fasting, just think of it as like time restricted eating, where literally we're going to take a block of time, maybe 12 hours and not put any food in our body. And by doing this, it really helps us regulate blood sugar. So intermittent fasting, getting more sleep. And then my third, my favorite one, of course, incorporating some exercise. And then the simplest mm -hmm. way to do that is if, you could exercise on an empty stomach. That is one of the simplest ways to create the simple law of supply and demand and boost up both your growth hormone and your testosterone. That's great. That's awesome. And so what are some of the things that like maybe, I don't know, the most common things that people should watch out for that isn't really the best thing to do to, to increase that T? Yeah, and probably the most common thing, Chris, and I think uh, you know this is this is what always comes up when we talk about low testosterone. You see the commercials every week on, on you know on TV, and that's synthetics. Uh, you know, basically an injectable hormone, taking a steroid. So listen, I'm not I'm not telling you not to do it, but I'm I think it's real important that we've got to be smart about it. So you know, although I'm telling you not you know I'm, that I'm not going to tell you not to do it, I'll give you plenty of reasons why you shouldn't. <laughs> and first being is that. We know now, science has showed us that long-term testosterone use leads to more stroke and more heart disease. And Chris, this is the slippery slope of all because the guys out there that have, have, have been diagnosed or are getting low testosterone, most of them are getting low testosterone because of the other three reasons I talked about earlier, stress, sugar, and estrogen. So that already puts them in a category 
of probably having a heart condition or at least being more vulnerable to heart disease down the road. And then if you add testosterone, which is a synthetic hormone, now you're doubling down on the fact that you're, you're increasing your likelihood of stroke and heart disease. Never mind when we just get back to basic physiology that if you just dump you know, testosterone into your body, you're skipping all the precursors, things like pregnenolone, and progesterone, and DHEA, all of those that come before it, and now all of a sudden you're overloading it. And what does that overload really mean? Another imbalance. So we all know that steroids create, you know, like literally mood disorders. You get cranky, and maybe even like aggressive, and that's definitely not what we want. Some people get acne, and again, that's just a sign of a hormone imbalance. But mostly, I try to get people to understand, if you want a synthetic hormone, the research tells us, like it's in black and white now, you are more likely to experience things like heart disease and stroke. And I don't think many people want to do that. No, absolutely not. You know, it's crazy. You know, the more we, we put in our bodies an outside-in approach, the more likely we are to have those symptoms that create more symptoms and create more crazy stuff. So I'm glad you were able to point that out for people. And, Doc, now I want to get hit on some acupuncture a little bit because I know we're running a little short on time here. But uh, I want to know how do you incorporate acupuncture into this? And then also how does someone go about finding a good acupuncture? It's like what, are, what should we be looking out for? So, because I missed a little bit of what you asked there, um, I heard you ask about the acupuncture and some of the things I focus on in my office with, um, and it's really interesting. So, the acupuncture has brought a whole new tool in how to kind of help people, and, I, and one of the bigger things that are taking place, and even when I'm working with guys or even women, that, for that matter, with low testosterone, is that they're too revved up. They're always on go, and and I, and I get it. You know, we're all built like you and I. We're entrepreneurs. We're doctors. Our minds are always moving. But that go, 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 that's what we call in, in the Western world like sympathetic dominance. And you know how you have the two different nervous systems, yep. sympathetic, and that's your go, go, go. That's your energy and your creation. And then you have parasympathetic, but that's your rest and digest. That's your feed and breed. Well, in Chinese medicine, there's a very similar analogy, and that's yin and yang. So a lot of people use yang energy, and that's the, that's the fire. That's the go, go, go but we lack yin energy. And more important than just lacking it, we've kind of unwired it where we get to the point where your body forgets or no longer knows how to re-engage mellowing out, chilling out. And that is rest and digest. And that's also why we see so many different gut issues. So one of the primary things that I'll use acupuncture in my office for is sleep because then we get to rewire and get the energy flowing and wake back up the, the circadian rhythm that helps us sleep. And then the second thing is anxiety. And then third is probably fertility but for both men and women. Hmm. Well, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, the crazy thing is I've never done acupuncture myself. I recommend it to my patients, but I'm definitely going to go and experience that for sure and, and start to make that a part of my routine. So doc, what are some ways that people could, you know, work with you um, on a, maybe a one-on-one basis and what you're doing um well thanks for asking that it's, and you know chris it's uh we have right now after so i've been practicing 21 years and through all of that clinical experience we have finally we are we are just about to launch publicly a program that we've been using in our office and it's it's really to create a high functioning human being so we're super super excited about it it's really a five-step program that we have and it's it's very customized to each individual and we're doing this 
to help people no matter where they are. Maybe it's low testosterone, but as you, you know, as our conversation has gone here, you can see that when someone has low testosterone, it's not singular. There's always more. And I know that, you know, the way you practice, you recognize there's nothing, there's nothing that just stands alone. So we may have gut issues, may have hormone issues, may have anxiety issues. So I have a very specific five-step program that we're helping people utilize to become literally a high-functioning human being. And that's probably the most exciting thing i got going on right now. We're inches away from launching it to the, to the mainstream as well. That's awesome. Is there like a, oh, you've got a website that we could put on the, the page as well? Or your Facebook? I tell you what, I'm going to give you my website, and that part of it isn't quite up yet. But if they just go to that webpage and then they'll stay tuned, then we'll be launching it out in short time as well. Awesome, cool. So we'll definitely get some updates there for sure. And then, Doc, one last thing here. I always like to ask all of our guests this because everyone has their different take and perspective on this. But what is reaching your fullest potential mean to you? Mm. You know, I love that question. Um, one of the reasons because it's actually a question that I, I would ask myself all the time. Like, how am I going to become my best? What What does that mean? So when I hear that question, like, what is, you know, like, what is the fullest potential a person would be? I have kind of an answer for it. And, and maybe this will help some of you and maybe, maybe not. But nonetheless, this is what it, this is what it means to me. For me to be at my fullest potential or help one of my clients or my patients to get to their fullest potential, to become the highest functioning human that they can be. It really means this, that they can do what they want, when they want, and how they want. So if they want to exercise, they can do it and not be worried about, you know, worried of, of you know, hurting themselves. They want to play ball with their kid, they can do that. So it's, it's really doing what they want, when they want, and how they want to do it. And that to me, if we can do that, then you're, you're living big. That's beautiful, man. I love it. You know, that's what life is about, is about living big, living to your fullest potential, doing things on your own terms, not having to wait around because uh, you are limited in some aspect of your life, not for your own choice. So, hey, Dr. Barr, we appreciate you being on here today, man. You've blessed us with some just amazing things that people can take and learn from and start to change and shift the direction of their health today. So we'll make sure we get all the Dr. Bart stuff on the website on the podcast links as well so that you guys can have access to to his resources and we look forward to uh, checking out your uh, five-step program i know it's going to be awesome awesome chris been a pleasure being with you today thanks for having me on thanks for listening and we hope you enjoyed today's episode please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate review and subscribe to this podcast for show notes and other free resources we mentioned today go to newedgewellness.com